0: We're just ordinary people living ordinary lives Until we see someone on TV win a $25,000 prize Come on down. I'll play any game for 10 seconds of fame Come on down. I'll make a deal, just that. me spin the wheel to win a million bucks, all you need is a little luck And thorough knowledge of multiple disparate, trivial subjects Well Welcome hello there. to
1: Come On Down, <laughs> well, the radio show podcast hosted by me, Jonathan Motney And me, John Baker
0: what, You just wanted to go ahead and take over there without uh, and without any
1: warning Sometimes it's nice to be alpha the only game And the show way pod- to do that what? is to... <laughs> just talk over me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to pee on your leg and talk over you every time you speak. All right. Well,
0: I'm sorry. I just wanted to tell people that this is the only game show podcast that takes place entirely inside this taxi cab. And, and we have been in this taxi cab for every single show. That's but true. But we waited until now to drop that yep. fun fact. Actually, I was trying to figure out if there was a way for us to record this episode... You know, like driving around in a car, but I couldn't figure out a safe way to do that Oh, we could have easily done that. Um, I
1: would have attached I would have had some sort of apparatus Uh You know how sometimes people will like have the Go harmonica. Pros. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly okay. And I would have the mic right here. Uh-huh. I that way I could be driving. Okay, keeping my eyes on the road Right and also having fun commentary
0: and maybe a little bit of road rage in between Because I'm pretty bad with that. All right, Maybe maybe next time we do uh, another game show that takes place inside a car, we can do that. I don't think there's any other one. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about Cash Cab. The only cab that pays you. Hey, look, we've got all the taglines down for this show so far. <laughs> um, but first, uh, we've got to make our money by talking about this sponsor. Yeah. Ooh, I start this one. Okay. Wow. My first line, (laughs) okay, that's funny. I said that right before I said that. Wow, my first line again. Weird. Our sponsor today has been hailed as a Mr. Clean matchmaker. Baker, what's the worst part about cleaning? Cleaning.
1: Exactly. But not anymore. Clean Fetish Co. makes your cleaning needs, uh, matches your cleaning needs with the expansive world of fetishes.
0: It's simple. Just fill out their online application with your cleaning needs and Clean Fetish Co., will match you with the perfect fetishizer. Let's say I
1: have a cat and it keeps coughing up fur balls. I just input that into their application and 24 hours later, someone with a fetish for eating fur balls shows up at my door. And before I know it, all those nasty fur balls are totally gone and a very happy man or woman has satisfied their fetish. It's a win-win.
0: They have a growing list of fetishes to meet all your cleaning needs. Toenail Clipper, and eater, mm. shower mildew liquor, mm. towel washer with light anal bead play, <laughs> mirror cleaner, and Windex drinker. That's one person. Yeah. Dust snorter, and so much more.
1: Wow. Come on down, listeners will receive 25% off their first order with the code CLEANONDOWN.
0: Clean Fetish Co. Let us satisfy your clean finish. Is it finish or Fetish. Maybe. Okay. Let us. That's the whole... Can I do it again? Clean Fetish Co. Let us satisfy your clean fetish. I'll just edit that in there so nobody will notice no, the you mess won't. up. No, you won't. What okay. do you mean? No, you won't. I don't know how to edit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one little secret I haven't told you Ooh. so far. I know a lot of times I say I'm going to edit something and I just hope you don't listen to the podcast. I think you're a really good editor because every single one of our
1: episodes is in a cab, but you edit to look like we're sitting in an apartment.
0: I do that video thing. Did you see there was a, um, I think in Ohio or something, because it's always Ohio or Florida. There was a uh, congressman or something. Mm -hmm. And he was in a... Zoom meeting because you know that's how oh, no. the world takes place. I imagine now. there's some nudity coming up. No, actually, oh. I wish. Um, and he set his background to look like a home office. Uh huh. And he was quite clearly driving a car.
1: <laughs> speaking oh, of,
0: no. And like he had a seatbelt across his chest, but he had a home office behind him and he kept like looking to the sides. <laughs> And had his arms raised like this. Uh huh. And uh, what was the angle of the camera? Because he had to have fashioned his. It was kind of on the dashboard, like I don't know. Maybe he had one of those, like uh, you know, the hooks that go into your air vents, Mm -hmm. something like that. Maybe. Okay. But uh, yeah, don't drive in Congress meeting. Don't don't drive in
1: Congress meeting because I'm pretty sure. I mean, that is technically hands free. But mm-hmm. you cannot, I don't want my congressman not giving full attention
0: to bills that are being um, introduced and passed and voted on. Just like I don't want my taxi driver trying to fucking quiz me the whole goddamn time.
1: Oh, right off the bat, we got <laughs> hot take. Wow. Are you okay? Did, did you ever have asthma? No, I've never had that. They it this used month. to make you do this thing where it, you would have to open your mouth. Oh, you have to blow up a big balloon. This or wide, like that. I'd, like really wide. What doctor did you go to? And you had to suck his dick. And <laughs> the whole time you had to blow inside his pee pee hole. And it, it was weird. No, it was really huge, so you couldn't, like, purse your lips. And you had to blow as hard as you can. But how do you. You can't blow like this? <laughs>
0: that is hard. You you kind of blow with, uh, with a little, like, whistle shape, usually, right? Yeah.
1: Right, yeah, you had a steady thin stream of right. air, uh, and then every time I did, it, they were like, "Yep, you still have asthma." Yeah, your lungs are fucking shitty. They had this little thing that would pop up. It would go, it would go high or low, and it would react with how like low. when you check your tire pressure. Exactly. Yep. Wow. And it was. It, oh, it's weird. That it was that thing. <laughs>
0: Well, wow. it was... I never made that connection. It was basically just... It was you sucking your doctor's dick, and he had a tire pressure gauge, and he would just <laughs> pop it out a little bit, and be like, oh, not good. Keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, these man. scientific
0: instruments are getting crazier by the day. Oh, man. Today, as we mentioned, we're going to be talking about Cash Cab. Mm-hmm. Not only the only game show that takes place entirely inside a taxi cab, but also the only game show on Discovery Channel, as far as I know. at Ad- Ever? I don't know, maybe. You know what's kind of... Definitely that we've talked about.
1: I mean, if you think about it, David Attenborough's uh, shows are kind of like trivia. Like Planet Earth. Mm -hmm. Like, think about how many times you could use that. Have you ever had to use a David Attenborough or maybe um, nature-style answer for any uh, questions in trivia? Uh, Probably not, no. You, rem- you remember every single question you had to do in trivia. Oh, maybe. Yeah, sure. There we go.
0: Are you happy now? Alpha baby. Okay. <laughs> God, you're so strong. <laughs> I, was so, I was so intimidated. <laughs> so this was a Discovery Channel game show started in 2005. What I didn't realize was, like a few other game shows that we've talked about, mm-hmm. we stole this one from those funny-talking people uh, in England. Okay. It It's it's. Started just earlier in the year. So was it called Cash Lift? Uh, No, I guess Lift was the elevator. elevator. I would watch that show. You, it's just like it's one floor. (laughs) Yeah, there's one question. (laughs) It uh, it was called Cash Cab. Also, that's what they call them there, I guess. And it that the British version debuted in June 2015. There were only 16 episodes of that one ever. It didn't do. Sounds like a a typical.
1: Oh really? That's usually like a real successful.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's like the office.
1: Season. Yeah.
0: But uh, later in 2005, in uh, December, I believe, it started airing over here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Ben Bailey was the host of this show. Alliteration, strong name. Ben Bailey, who was a uh, working comedian at the time, he was a, he was a stand-up. He was trying to break into the stand-up world he went uh, he he was also a um, limo driver as a side gig so he had so much experience he was really perfectly aligned wow to do this job i'm noticing you have like a, a hickey on your inner arm what is that all about i fell down some stairs is that true mm-hmm. what stairs the ones out here and you just only hurt the inside of your bicep?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How's that happen? Well, I, I gra- went to grab for the handrail and you missed and you and went on I the other side. And I gave myself kind of a little, a little burn. Oh. Are you okay?
1: Mhm.
0: Okay. So Ben Bailey, he was a he was a stand-up comedian. I'm sorry if I stirred some stuff up there. He was he was It's a, a burn. burn. Don't call CPS. It's a burn. Okay he says so guys he he was a limo driver for for some side money or probably he was a stand-up comedian for some side money and he was a limo driver (laughs) yeah Uh, but he auditioned for this show uh part of that audition was he had to get his taxi driver's license okay because this was a real yellow taxicab in new york city like a minivan Yes, it was a Toyota Sienna, and in order for them to do the show in a real taxi cab, because of all the rules and regulations, the driver had to be a certified taxi driver. So he he did like he got like a ninety three on his taxi driver test. He out had of, that limo experience, out of three hundred. Okay, <laughs>
1: not great, not a good. <laughs> no, ninety three out
0: of a hundred. He he really crushed it, mm. and. And he was, you know, personable, engaging, entertaining. Made for a pretty solid host of this show. It was okay. Whoa. It was okay. What you didn't like? Uh, I liked
1: the the fun accents he would do at are the beginning.
0: About? Oh, where are you going? Where,
1: where to? An Indian as well. What did he? Yeah, I didn't see many Indian. Welcome accents. to the Kesha. He did that. Mm. And then, and then everybody was just like, hey, what's up? Um, and he'd always hide. He would like, yeah, I kind into of duck his head a little bit. Yeah. Because he's so
0: recognizable. Hey, I mean, if I'd seen the show. Anyway, to, to tell you what the show was all about mm-hmm. unsuspecting New Yorkers would get in the cash cab, lights and sounds would go crazy, and then they would be informed that they were actually in the cash cab a TV game show that takes place entirely inside this taxicab. Yep. And they went headed to their destination while answering trivia questions along the way. The first four questions were worth $25 each. The next four were worth $50 each. And all subsequent questions were worth $100 each. Wow. And if you... Got three strikes, three incorrect answers, the cab pulled over, and you were kicked out of the cab wherever you were. were.
1: Out of the cab. So if you were driving through maybe a dangerous neighborhood to get to your destination, do not miss that question. Or just go, hmm, uh, can I get, oh, man, oh, I know this. But then he would do his five-second thing. Mm -hmm. You have five seconds, answer it now. And then he would pull a gun on you and make you get out of the cab. (laughs)
0: So, he made the neighborhood more dangerous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, you also had two shout-outs to help you. These are kind of uh, lifelines, more or less. You had the street shout-out, in which the cab would pull over, and you would just yell at a person outside Mm -hmm. walking down the street to help you answer the question. Yeah. And you also had the mobile shout-out, where you would use your cell phone to call somebody it was the phone a friend phone friend. yeah but they couldn't use that because of trademark right so it was the mobile shout out and you had 15 seconds to get an answer on your on your mobile or your street shout outs mm-hmm. from the from the person you're asking the question from and sometimes uh, it would take them they wouldn't show this on the show but it would take them a few times to get a competent person on the street shout out that would be first of all willing to be on the tv show yeah answering a question and second of all that could at least give an, an answer yeah instead of being like yeah i want to be on tv and like oh i don't know i don't want to no answer any questions no clue um i would demand money first
1: i would say yeah sure i can help you how much where are you in the game 100 bucks okay i'll do it for 50 wow and then I, you do a quick little negotiation and if they say no
0: you say george washington i'm still gonna help you like i want to be on tv oh, okay yeah <laughs> this could be my big break yeah it could how many people do you think got their big break by being a street shout out on cash Cab? i mean i know for a fact
1: justin bieber uh was famous he was found he was discovered on cash i Cab. heard
0: rumor that meryl streep actually really yeah did she do a full she probably did like a monologue uh, there were tears. It mm-hmm. was it was beautiful. And that was how Meryl Streep became Meryl Streep. Wow.
1: it's And it's funny. That was her first
0: Oscar nomination.
1: Was the shout-out.
0: Yeah. Damn. I'm going to see if I can find that monologue.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was a good one. So, in addition to the regular questions escalating $25, 50, $100, there was also the red light challenge oh my gosh and the red light challenge was after you had accrued at least two hundred dollars and were stopped at a red light those were the qualifiers for unlocking a red light challenge i was very
1: shocked to learn that new york had streetlights what do you mean what did you how did you think it worked well i just assumed that people screamed and yelled at each other outside of cabs and and uh, mm. maybe a cop would be in the middle of the intersection kind of directing
0: traffic yep all those things are accurate as well really yeah okay cool yeah it's all of the above oh that's why they call it the melting pot because people yell at each other they just take up all the rules that they can from any other thing and oh. combine them all into one and kind place. of just stir it as like yep. a witch's brew and it's just whatever wow Whatever we decide to do today. So the red light challenge was a question that had a series of answers. Mm -hmm. Like it would be uh, name six of the original 13 colonies or something like that. Yeah. And you had 30 seconds to list off uh, enough correct answers to satisfy whatever the question was asking. Incorrect answers don't matter. You could say indiana or texas or something and and you would get two out of the no nope, you would get zero out of the 13 but you don't lose anything for guessing those you can continue to guess other answers all right if you are able to get all of them right it was usually somewhere in the four to six range of things that you had to name you won an additional 250 dollars bonus and if you were not able to do it no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. No strikes. No strikes for not getting the red light challenge correct. No bucks, but also no whammy. Wow. Tying it all back together. No
1: bucks, no whammy. No I'm bucks, not sure and... I understand. <laughs> what are you supposed to understand? She doesn't understand. Could you clarify? Did you ever say, hey Siri, how many whammies do you have? Great, so when I, well, you do actually Well, because I hit a button that
0: time while you were mm, in the middle of saying mm, it Yeah, to try no, thank God you it.
1: spent $800 on that super fancy, brilliant watch with Siri, the I brain of the world I spent
0: $800 of... on it I'm not poor, I spent $8,000 right, on it. Okay, <laughs> you
1: specifically requested to pay more And while you were checking out in the line, you were like I need you to scream to
0: everybody that I'm paying $8,000 I need yeah. them to know Well, they need to know who they're in the presence of What if you buy stuff online? How do you do that? I don't buy stuff online for that reason. You only go into store. Yeah, no. Well, only on OnlyFans because then I can tip like an outrageous amount. Mm. That's how I get my most of my home goods through OnlyFans. Yeah, look, I stuff I see in the background of photos or videos, stuff you see in the background.
1: Have you ever watched? Everything o- has a price. Have you ever watched an OnlyFans where it, the person had a nice home back screen on, but they were clearly driving? While they were- <laughs>
0: stripping
1: that's actually uh a fetish of mine specifically someone is driving getting naked pretending and, well, that they're, they're not, not driving yes, exactly that's very specific hey and cleaning my house <laughs>
0: yay clean fetish co <clears throat> so that is that is the game the the final the game ends either at three strikes and you're kicked out of the cab <laughs> Or if you arrive at your destination without acquiring three strikes. And when you do, uh oh, you can either take the money you've earned, leave right now, and go into the Museum of Natural History or wherever you're being taken to. Clearly the smartest decision. Or mm-hmm. you can go double or nothing on a video bonus question. Yeah, no. Pass. Why? Pass. Why? I'm not going to say
1: no to $900, guaranteed $900. All right,
0: let let me play a scenario for you. Okay. You walk out of your little brownstone. Okay. You say, today, I'd like to go see what a dinosaur skeleton looks like. I'm going to go to the Museum of Natural History. Okay, are you saying this out loud? Do you narrate in <clears> your own life? I mean, it's probably in your head. Okay. Maybe it's a stranger than fiction situation. You're right, okay. Maybe you've Someone written else this is... down in advance. Yeah, Ooh. exactly. Somebody's writing your story for you. See if schizophrenia. You say, today I'm going to go to the Museum of Natural History and see some fossils. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm going to splurge a little bit. Mm. I'm going to hail a cab. And I'm going to pay... Probably thirty bucks. Wow! To get to the Museum of National History. Okay. Because I don't give a fuck. Negative thirty bucks. <laughs> you get in the cab. You've won nine hundred dollars now. And then you, you open the door and <clears throat> leave. Yep. You've expected first of all to have spent money at this point. You, this is all gravy to you. Even if you lose, mm-hmm. you got a free cab ride. You weren't expecting, so you always go double or nothing. No, always. You have
1: won 930 and. 30 dollars because you didn't have to pay right for the so cab. even if you lose you win 30 dollars. i don't think that's the smart way to go the question double is obviously nothing. going to be geared to be as double hard as possible up, for them to save you money and i saw this scenario happen and it was four girls in the cab well one of them wanted to go double well, or nothing and three of them said no shannon we're gonna take the money
0: well i mean they were girls
1: what does that mean? And then they all Obviously, left. Obviously, they're not going to get the question. They all left. Oh,
0: they left. They didn't do it.
1: The ca- No, they left the cab. They got the $900. And then <clears> the girl <throat> that wanted to do double or nothing celebrated with them. I would have said, no. You stay in the cab, Shannon, and we'll see you tomorrow. This is a democracy. And in a democracy, the people who lose the vote have to leave the country. Wait, is that
0: true? Yeah. Did you not know that? Oh, God. What are you still doing here? Where'd you think all the Trump fans went? No, there's... To the capital, I guess. No, I don't. Well, those guys had to leave. (laughs) Oh, did they? They were asked to leave the country. Oh, Well, uh, that's news to me, I guess. But that's why you go double or nothing. No. uh, You never go. Hey, hey, leave us a, leave
1: us a, a, let's do a poll on Instagram. Double or nothing or take the money you a smart person. Or are you a
0: pussy? No. Are you a coward or do you want to keep going? I'm nine hundred
1: dollars richer and you have a strong shot of losing i'm
0: eighteen hundred dollars richer. you always go double or nothing no because i want to be like sam meyer okay who won sixty two hundred dollars as a solo rider in the cash cab okay
1: well here we go where's the cheating scandal no, there's not no way. There's no way somebody won thirty two hundred dollars in a what
0: ninety block drive. Well, this first of all, this was on a double ride, which every once in a while they would bust out all dollar values are doubled for this. For okay, it this makes ride. a little more sense now. So he worked his way up to thirty one hundred dollars. The previous record was like forty two hundred dollars. So they'd won $2,100 and gone double or nothing. It was a couple people on that ride. This guy had gotten up to
1: $3,100. How long was the ride? I mean, he went
0: to Philadelphia. (laughs) Okay. Okay, it makes more sense now. It was $3,100 and then he decided to go for it because what would you have done with that $3,100? I would have absolutely gotten
1: out of the cab. With $3,000. My and life is bears. absolutely changed. <laughs> Your life has changed with $3,000? Yes. I would get me out of a couple jams.
0: <laughs> oh, God. There's a I'm Melissa so...
1: McCartney episode uh, on SNL, and she is a branch taste tester, and she's very happy and over the top. And the guy running the focus group says, we can, we'll give you a $50 gift card for the best comment tonight. And she keeps saying, that's going to get me out of a couple jams. <laughs> <laughs> a $50 gift card? <laughs> Yeah, that's three thousand would be able to. <clears throat> I would be able to
0: pay, cut my, my mortgage. I'd pay off my mortgage. I would off my mortgage. <laughs> yeah,
1: I would be able to cut my student loan debt in half. Well,
0: so with six thousand dollars, your student loan debt would be gone. No, you'd be living on no. That's not a guaranteed. Street. That's not a guaranteed six thousand. You have a guaranteed thirty-one hundred. It is a fun plan, <laughs> of okay. course. So. Cash Cab, they also did a little spin-off called Cash Cab After Dark. Do you remember this? No. Was it like an X-rated one? There were yeah, it was just people jerking off in the back while they answered the question. Oh, questions. so just a typical cab ride in New York. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. We just filmed it. Um it was Cash Cab After Dark. It was all it was at night mm-hmm. and all the dollar values were doubled for every ride. Okay. That and was I, the only thing that's different? Yeah. I definitely remember seeing a lot of these episodes of Cash Cab After Dark and i i'd always kind of wondered like oh do they run these at the same time was was it just like this week's episode is a cash cab after dark episode yeah. or or what come to find out there were only 9 episodes of cash cab after dark ever made it was kind of made as a spin-off and they made 9 of them and that was it and i don't know they replay those 9 all the time because i've probably seen all of them <laughs> but That's, again, the basic show. They tried during uh, season six. So this show originally ran from 2005 to 2012. Mm -hmm. During season six of the show, they started another spinoff called Cash Cab Chicago. And that occurred in Paris. That makes sense. And that was hosted by a different person. Beth Maluski. Oh. No, no. they didn't go for the alliteration this time and that's why it failed okay beth Meluski hosted this one only lasted for the one season of cash cap chicago then uh was banished to the shadow realm <laughs> and uh ben bailey has since said in interviews that that happened during contract renegotiations for him uh they, they kind of power moved and said, fine, we'll just do Cash Cab Chicago with Beth Maluski. And then they said, Ben, could you please do this again? We'll give you more money. Yeah. He said, oh, okay, so you want the initials of the coast to
1: be BM? Good luck with that shit show.
0: <laughs> hey! Shit show. BM. So, I mean, Ben Bailey, he was nominated six times for Daytime Emmys for Best Game Show host. Did he get a nighttime Emmy? No, Cash Cab After Dark did not. no. Uh, He he won three Best Game Show Host Daytime Emmys for this show.
1: He doesn't
0: do much. I think he's a great host.
1: He doesn't even make eye contact with the
0: freaking... Thank God he's driving a car. Oh, my God. He's got to get there safely. He's the only
1: host that doesn't make eye contact.
0: And was that a big turnoff for you? god bless you i have a fetish that you need to make eye contact with me (laughs) while sneezing Mm -hmm. you tape your eyes open so they don't close while you're sneezing (laughs) no i think he's a good host i think he's uh engaging
1: he's average
0: think about how hard it he has to actually focus on driving a cab in the busiest city in the world
1: he has
0: Streetlights.
1: He doesn't have to make any decisions. Sometimes. He just watches the
0: <laughs> colors and goes. So, spoken like somebody who's never driven in Manhattan. Look. Just here's what you do. Just do
1: subway cash. And you just do it in the subway. And you don't have to worry about
0: fall. Follow- Maybe he would have more personality in the subway. Wow. That's what they said about Jared Fogle. And now look what he what he's up to. Jared Fogle.
1: Um was a subway enthusiast and lost weight
0: by chasing children. <laughs> that, that, was, that was his exercise plan? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the show went off air in 2012. I remember, because this, this was 2005 to 2012, I distinctly remember this being big in college. I remember having this on the TV in our college apartment mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. watching a lot of it at that point in time. I distinctly remember memorizing that the medallion number of the cab that he drove was 1G12 okay. because it was a goal of mine to get in the cash cab to just go to New York yeah and wait on the street until I saw his cab and flag it down so that I could be on the cash cab. Wow. So you're so you're just
1: kind of a binoculars on the side and you're just looking for 1G12 yes or are you taking the cabs are you spending eight thousand dollars on cab
0: <laughs> just, rides I, i'd get in a cab and be like oh yeah lincoln center and, and he doesn't have and a, then no lights go on and i just fucking pull over yeah i'm done and there's i a just dollar. throw money at them there's yeah, a dollar thanks leave. anyways yeah so the show was deceptively edited a little bit he wasn't driving it was he was in his home office actually and they just put a background to make it look like he was in a taxi cab the opposite he uh he would obviously the lights and sounds would go off to alert them that they're in the cash cab Mm -hmm. a tv game show that takes place entirely inside this taxi cab have they already signed a waiver at this point um no but they kind of cut the cameras at this point and now they sign a waiver and uh agree to be on the game show etc so there's First of all there's an assistant that is riding shotgun that you never see who controls all the lights and sounds and okay. uh and keeps track of where they are on money and strikes and okay. things like that uh which makes sense Oh
1: uh, it's too hard to memorize strikes and drive at the same time I mean, and
0: host a show Yeah it's a lot unbelievable. honestly <laughs> it's unbelievable a lot. Because uh, he's also got an earpiece in that is feeding him the questions. It's not the, It's not the assistant just shh, you guys have to cover your ears. <laughs> he whispers <laughs> it to him and then he has to, he has to say it out loud.: No, it's not that. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, he's yeah, got right. an earpiece in th- wh- where they're feeding. Him. There's a another van like driving behind him. that's uh, the, is he the telling production it? crew. Okay. Um, and so they're talking to him, and they're you know monitoring the the cameras and and stuff like that and so yeah they they open the doors back up and get them to sign all the forms and let them know everything that's going on right and then they edit it back into where they're just like all right here's your first question yeah Yeah. seems very quick yeah so so that's the way that's a little behind the scenes on how that works not everybody um after they i don't believe they'd ever showed anybody on the show that was like no It's always like, all right, you guys ready to play the cash cab? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, But that's not how it always went. Sometimes people were having a a bad day, didn't really want to be a part of this. Mm So if you're in a hurry, you don't want to get the risk of getting kicked out of the cab at a random place. Yeah, you don't have to. I wouldn't say you don't have to be in a hurry. Yeah, you just
1: have to be like, no, I don't feel like answering questions on national television right, right now.
0: Some people uh, were maybe... It was a couple that wasn't supposed to be a couple and didn't want to be seen as a couple on the TV show. Oh, no. Because they were cheating? Probably, yes. Man. So that would happen from time to time, apparently.
1: What if it was just like a person who thinks their friends ugly and they didn't
0: want to be on TV because they were like, I don't, I can't be seen with really have... this person. No. Maybe that happened. Uh, there were... Apparently, a few people that were kind of just uh, absorbed in their own world a little bit, that like, it would be like, and they'd be like, could you turn that down? Could you, could you turn those lights off? <laughs> <laughs> and and
1: they do. And they just give them a regular ride. Give, yeah, like,
0: oh, this guy's got some stuff going on. <laughs> so, not everybody. It was apparently rare that people would leave. Apparently, it was more common at the very beginning of the show before anybody had ever heard of it or yeah. anything because i don't know if i'm being kidnapped uh that's a fun kidnapping
1: if you're gonna be kidnapped if I i'm want gonna to be fun kidnapping, to this be... is
0: probably the way to go yeah if i'm gonna be kidnapping if i'm gonna be kidnapped
1: yeah this is probably he's like the way you're to go. on cash cab and if you get uh any of these if you get three strikes i'm gonna rape you
0: i was that in one of the versions of the show that i yeah that was remember? in the uh late late night cash oh, cab. okay yeah, yeah yeah i forgot I, I do have that in my notes that's right um but yeah so some people some people wouldn't do it as the series went along most the vast majority of people stayed in and and tried to go for the cash as i would as i'm still trying to do to this day and how are you doing that by living in texas i go i go there every weekend you go every weekend every weekend
1: to try and be on the cash cab to right. win eight hundred dollars you're so you're Two two trips there. Mm-hmm. If you win eight hundred, you have paid for your flights.
0: I mean, so far I'm down ninety six k. Ninety
1: six thousand. Are you flying first class?
0: No, I've just been doing this since two thousand five. Every oh weekend. Oh my god! Wow. And, and I and I can't wait until I finally hail that cab and make it all back up. You think you you think you I'm going to have him drive me back home? <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah so this show was uh as we mentioned came from from the uk originally it also was the original idea was inspired a bit by HBO. speaking of after dark hbo's taxicab confessions do you remember that show that
1: show was it had uh hookers on it Mm-hmm. it did And I saw one episode with hookers. So I assume there were more episodes with different things.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was just kind of people in the back of a cab that were told by a producer to, uh, or like kind of prompted to talk about their personal lives. Give me your nasty details. in, In some details. And... Yeah, That was nominated for some, some Emmys and stuff like that. I bet the host was way better than Ben wow. Bailey. I mean, there wasn't... I don't remember there being too much of a presence of the host in that one. We kind of just focused on the people talking about themselves. Sounds like or, a good show. Or each other. But that was kind of... That was the first, um, maybe only, other hidden camera taxi show that I can remember. That kind of spawned this... Cash Cab craze. I think it's um what, it, it was revived Cash Cab. Oh yeah, in 2017. <laughs> Do you know that? Do you know that it's back? I'm looking at it right now. And it's as great as ever. But now in 2019, for some reason that I'm not entirely sure, although I'm kind of fine with it, I guess. Mm-hmm. It moved to Bravo. Moved off the Discovery Channel. Bravo TV. Bravo the channel, yeah. And I've always kind of been conflicted on because I I really enjoy Cash Cab. Yeah, but now all the questions are related to housewire Real Housewives, yeah, obviously. Dang um, it. that but it was on the Discovery Channel, and I, like when I was in high school, when I was back in my day, back in your day, the Discovery Channel, and the History Channel, and the Science Channel, and the Learning Channel, mm-hmm. their names kind of were what they were actually correlated to a program Yes, exactly. Um, and in the mid-2000s about, mm-hmm. that all stopped being true for the most part. Um, maybe the Science Channel still has a good bit of science programming on it, uh, but the History Channel has like people paw- pawning stuff. Isn't that where the Pawn Stars are or whatever? Pawn or Stars. Or like uh, Junkyard Pickers or... Right. Um, yeah, Pawn Stars is on History Channel. Right. No, has nothing to do... I mean, I guess they could say like, oh, some of the stuff in here, they've got to calculate the value of by saying how it's historic worth or yeah. things like that. I guess that's the loose tie to the History Channel there. 18 seasons. Right. Exactly. There's... um. There's the one where they buy storage wars. Okay. Where they buy storage containers, sight unseen, and try and sell what's in there. So again, a lot of stuff on these channels that has nothing to do with history, nothing to do with science, discovering more things about the world. Um, that's because we've discovered everything. I don't think that's true. There's nothing else to discover in I don't this think world. we know anything about deep sea, for example.
1: Yeah, we do. We know it's deep. <laughs> and we know there are things in it a that have lights in front of their head because it's so dark down there. So what else do you need to know? What else is down there? That's it. Large creatures. Monsters and stuff? Not monsters. How do you know? Because You've been down there? We've you seen You've been down there? I haven't. I've watched the Discovery Channel. Who has been down there? They've they discovered it. You know who James Cameron
0: went down? I was going to say, you know who holds the record for the deepest uh dive? in history is James Cameron and it's totally normal that he came back from that expedition and hasn't said a word to anybody since <laughs> he's, shook. he's shook he is shook um, yeah I think he had the deepest dive into the Marianas Trench or something like that mm-hmm. so oh, how do we not know
1: about it but we know its name
0: do you how think how do we not know do about you think it? do you think that the creatures down there named it and then <laughs>
1: welcome to Marianas <laughs> Trench you know what's the craziest part? Not that we learned the name. The fish talk down there. <laughs> See, so that's why we need to be going down there. That's I what don't I'm telling care you. what those fish have to say. What if they all they tell you are knock knock jokes? You're like, I'm done with Mariana's Trench.
0: Like we know more about what's going on on the moon than we do in the bottom of our own oceans. Mm, another thing we know there the name be of. There could be thousands of species that we don't even know about. What Earth. does it
1: matter? What are the? What's that going to tell us? Who cares? Oh, we know this different type of fish. What happened to the world when we found out that fish with the light in front of its head? What happened?
0: Be- well, here's what Nothing happened. Nothing. Here's what happened. happened. You can get a fossil of it and you can pawn it. All right? <laughs> pawn stars.
1: Okay, I guess that makes sense.
0: And, well, that's why Pawn Stars are on the Discovery Channel there, or History there you, Channel. There you go. I guess we figured it all out. Okay. But... Yeah, so I've always I was always a little conflicted about like oh, I really like this show. I don't know what why a game show like this is on this channel. that's supposed to be able. To. I mean, I guess you learn something. There are difficult questions on the show. They're quite difficult questions. Like yes, there were Jeopardy very, level difficult questions. Sometimes towards the beginning of the show. Yeah, for, like very um, early. You go. Oh God, I'm contestants. dumb. Uh, so that's why it's probably it, it's a catch twenty two because you you want combined brain power. I think Ben Bailey's recommendation was like. Families tend to do the best because the kids have a different knowledge base than the mm, parents do. So it's a Multi-generational. More, right, exactly. They have a little more all-encompassing uh, knowledge because there's, you know, there's pop culture stuff in there. And there's also, you know, science and history type of questions as well. But... Oh, kids don't know science? Not anymore, No. <laughs> Yeah, because the Science Channel shows Pawn <laughs> <Yeah. on> Stars. <laughs> the Science Channel is just Ancient Aliens now. <laughs> yeah. So, the catch twenty two is, you can do better with a group of people. Sure, but you get a smaller cut of the money. I mean, yeah, like you could win a thousand dollars alone, or two hundred fifty dollars if you got three people with you, but you might get three strikes if you're alone. You probably will. Not if you're Sam Meyer, 2011 winner of $6,200. I mean, one person. One person.
1: That's like That's saying like, takes. hey, you know what? You're German. You could get in the NBA.
0: Hey, Dirk you, Nowitzki. You, you could. Dirk Nowitzki. You could do a genocide. Those are the two options. Those that you're your, uh, Honestly, your odds
1: are the same, I think. That's it. One person has done Actually, each of those. your odds are better as genocide
0: because there were less people on the earth. Now there are way more people. Oh, so he was like, Hitler was really like one in three billion. But Dirk is like one in seven billion. Right. But what about Maxi Kleba? And that is a women's product? <laughs> yeah, it's got great coverage. So <laughs> you don't get any of the period blood on your white pants. Um, wow. That's a, no, that's a player for the Dallas Mavericks from Wurzburg, Germany. You probably still have better odds as Hitler. I guess, yeah, I guess seven that's billion? Two and seven billion is, is worse odds than one and three billion. Right. All right, you've won. Hitler was better than Dirk. I didn't say that. No, I didn't what? say that. No? I didn't say that. Okay. Uh, he was better at
1: certain things than Dirk. Art. <laughs> painting dogs.
0: You know who else is good at painting dogs? Suicide. He's better at George, suicide. George Bush. Yeah, that's true. What do you think that tells you? I saw him next to Dirk oh at a basketball game God. just the other day, sitting together. What are they planning? He's like, let me pick your brand. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting a little sick of this painting thing. I've got some ideas. Yeah. I think you might be more open to them than most. You knew Hitler, right? Were you guys, <laughs> were you guys, were you guys tight?
1: <laughs> um, tell me what you know about Hitler. It's not George Bush planting. Pla- planning to genocide. It's just he doesn't know anything about Hitler. He's and just he's... confused. He's <laughs> like People
0: have been comparing me to this guy a lot, this German guy. Do you know much about him? Anyway, uh Cash Cab. It's it's now on the Bravo channel. It's still airing. I think probably they haven't been filming for the last little bit. Um due to the August twenty twenty. But that's when they aired. Right, exactly. It was probably filmed before then. Yeah. Uh, due to the COVID uh, and all the restrictions. There were a lot of restrictions on Man, taxi cabs. Yeah, I was going to say, and Uber's, York, taxi and, cabs. I'm still a little nervous to ride an Uber. Have you ridden Uber since? No. I have. Uh, basically every day during the pandemic. I would just, Every day? Yeah. I would just call an Uber. Did you mistake Cash Cab for Cash Uber, thinking you were going to get into the Cash Uber? No, I just wanted to... like. Help those people out because I knew they were going through a tough time during the pandemic.
1: Here's what... Here's... Okay, I just I just came up with a make it better. I would just take them around the block. It's different. Oh, okay. It's cash Uber uh-huh. and you get money for every minute you stay in the Uber while they pitch you their business or book.
0: Okay, that is a great show <laughs> and that is spawned from an experience that you and I had Correct in an Uber mm-hmm. in which... Our Uber driver was pitching us his business and book. Correct. Um, And keep in mind, this person is an Uber driver. Right. There's nothing wrong with being an Uber driver. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, But when your Uber driver is telling you about his business, that when we ask, because he was kind of uh, encouraging us to ask him about his business, (laughs) not so subtly. Uh And when we do ask, oh... So what is the business you're trying to get off the ground? Yeah. And he says, and I'll never forget this. He said, well, let me tell you the third thing we're going to do. He has not told us the first (laughs) or second thing. (laughs) Let me tell you the third thing we're going to do is end all racism, bigotry, homophobia, and hatred in the world. Yeah. And this was kind of before woke was cool. This was maybe five years ago, six years ago.
1: When people didn't care. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and he was gonna end all those things right by teaching businesses that th- everybody in the world has infinite value yeah and that we are all underpaid because our value Is infinite. Mm -hmm. And once we realize that our value is infinite, we will create infinite value for our companies. And so I believe he said he's going to do this by teaching seminars Mm -hmm. to businesses, to employees. There would be a little class that he would teach employees. And for the first company, they were going to charge $5,000 per employee for this training. (laughs) Which is expensive. Mm -hmm. And he said... But it doesn't matter because that turns into infinite value. Right, right. Well, his point was that that turns into infinite value. And once one company does this, every other company will see what it has done. The problem is it's not $5,000 anymore. Now it's $50,000 per employee. Mm -hmm. So... Again, still a really good deal for infinite value. <laughs> for infinite? What is 50,000 when you get infinity in return? Right. And he. Uh, so the other like pillars, the for one, two, and four, or whatever, involved like, well, I think first was like making everybody realize they have infinite value. Second was like making companies realize that all of their employees have infinite value. And then ain't ending racism. Ending racism. Ending all. Poverty, uh ending all class differences, world peace. It was literally like if I just do these things, if I just yeah. teach employees these things, the world is fixed. Yeah. Um, and then he he had a book. This first step was the book that he wrote, right. Which was called Infinite Value for Students, which is on Amazon. It might be difficult to find. Oh my god. Because yes. the four is the number four. <laughs> infinite value for students oh okay there the i think last i checked there were like two or three reviews of it on amazon and i know you've pulled it up we right now we have six now okay you've pulled it up so i would like you to just take a moment right now mm-hmm. because this is going to be highly entertaining yes and read the synopsis of the book to us please okay Oh, no. <laughs> can I can I read the title
1: first? Because the title is Okay, quite yeah, long. it's
0: longer. Yes, sure.
1: Infinite value for, number four, students, colon, learn how a worthless loser learned to embrace his, all quotes, all caps, infinite value, regular, both inside and out of the capital C classroom. Okay. And what, oh, that's, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Now, what's that about? Give me a synopsis of that book. After beatings, which started when I was in kindergarten, I learned two certainties in life. I was worthless and I was unlovable. These beliefs permeated every aspect of my life from my family to the classroom and onto the basketball court. It followed me beyond school and my professional life and even my new family. I became, all capitalization, blind to the value that was in me. And the value that I could truly add to the world around me. Jim Rohn said, It is more important to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. IV number 4S. We've already got a cool little IV4S. Oh, that's the abbreviation. Got it, Mm -hmm. got it. Reveals my journey as I work to shine a light through the blindness of my value, both inside and out of the classroom. I'm not going to read more. Okay, yeah, I mean... Oh, wow! That's...
0: (laughs) This, the synopsis appears to be the length of the book. <laughs> holy shit. It's so uh, long. I don't think I've ever read that much of it. I just remember reading the beginning the of it. The very first and sentence. being like, holy shit. It sucks you in. It certainly sucks you in. Uh, this guy, he was a very nice guy. Sure. When we, when we spoke to him. Um, he's, he was super nice. He just is also a crackpot. Uh, I believe it's, it's pronounced melting pot. <laughs> no, we're not talking about New York City oh, okay. anymore. We're just talking about uh, some of his visions of the world and kind of how insane they are. And I didn't mean to laugh about his constant beatings <laughs> as a as a child. It's just an interesting way to open up a synopsis of a book. There,
1: <laughs> the one star review is just one word. Okay, can we remind everybody of the the title of the book? Infinite, infinite value, value for, for students your, right yes
0: the one word uh response is worthless <laughs> <laughs> how much does this cost is it only available in digital format uh possibly no paperback 52 dollars uh, limited print what's the kindle
1: though three dollars okay see for three dollars getting infinite value back i mean yeah I mean, you could buy a thousand of them at fifty two
0: dollars and it doesn't matter because you're getting infinite value. I'm really interested, but this yeah, this was a while ago, and I still haven't read it yet, so I guess I'm not that interested. did you buy it? no, oh the and the positive reviews are much like our podcast just written by his friends <laughs> yeah. and his family <laughs> yeah um so i i, I hope hopefully, hopefully we've done a good job promoting this, and we can get some infinite infinite kickbacks from, from promoting this on the podcast uh as as he's a friend of the podcast but yeah it's uh there there's definitely some ways to earn money uh in in an uber from having to have eccentric drivers and i know there's probably a lot of normal uber drivers that get very eccentric sure. riders and so it only really stands out in our mind when we have a weird driver mm-hmm but sometimes you get a weird driver. Sometimes and, you do. And you get some weird stuff going on.
1: And we should have gotten $40.
0: Yeah. Because we sat through that entire ride. I wish that he was a stand-up comedian and limo driver. And maybe he would have been a little more entertaining. Maybe he could maybe have worked on some w- of his material. Or maybe what if what if we worked on our material <laughs> for him? Yeah. I think... yeah. All and parties would have benefited from our that. Our material was just reading his book synopsis back to him. <laughs> what if there was a TV show and it's just people in a cab, a regular one. Okay. And they're just pitching their stand-up material to the driver. <laughs> like really rough stand-up material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> hold on, I've got do you I bet you have a note a note in your phone. Oh, I for sure have a joke I I'll I'm gonna try and pull mine up okay. while you try and pull yours up because sure. I definitely Jokes. Mine's titled jokes. So I've got, for example, like if you were a cab driver and I wanted to pitch you some of my ideas, um, I would say, um, thank you for not smoking signs in bathrooms. (laughs) How do they know? (laughs) (laughs) The sign just says, thank you for not smoking. What if I am? Oh my gosh. Um, here's one that's, uh, I'm, I'm sure it's been done a million times before. Uh, the guy who forgot 9-11. Because supposed to never forget. Uh, I got one.
1: Okay. Uh, my parents always telling me, quote, you play too much Fortnite. Never played Fortnite in my life. <laughs> okay, yeah. This is crazy. I found out that we have the highest taxes
0: in the country. Wait, hold on. I want to stop you for a second there. Yeah, sure. That was the joke? That's all I wrote. Did you write, never played Fortnite in my life? Or No, no, no. You that just wrote, I... my parents always tell me that I played too much Fortnite. Yeah. Do you remember what the thought was? No. Okay.
1: I just, yeah. This is crazy. I found out that we have the highest taxes in the country, but our school can't afford a new playground. I'm going to be watching you, parentheses, principal's name. If you show up to school in a Tesla, I'm going to start asking questions.
0: Were, this like, were these like icebreakers for when you met your wife's boss or something I like that? I don't know <laughs> what these were. I mean, that's a lot of the Like, I, I have, I hate littering but I really hate people who put flyers on my car. I don't know what that means exactly. Uh, Urns are pretty weird. It's like, there's a dead person in this house, but don't worry, we lit him on fire first. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: Ooh, I have DCH roast jokes of our old comedy club. Oh, okay. Um it got roasted to the ground dch is COVID. known to attract people with emotional issues it's like a psych ward but without the
0: free drugs you have to pay for weed here <laughs> you get free weed at, your, at the psych ward yeah i do i need to get yeah. committed i have um it's weird that prisoners suddenly develop a sense of morals when they're in prison in quotes rape somebody your own size <laughs> I think I was trying to reference how, like, uh, you know how people always say, like, uh, oh, pedophiles. He's going to get it, and he's going to get it in prison. Prisoners don't like pedophiles. Right. And I'm like, you already fucking murdered people. At least they didn't murder anybody. Yeah. Who's worse? A pedophile or a murderer? I mean, I would say probably a murderer. Thank you. I I know you've always been a big apologizer for pedophiles.
1: Man, I... Can't find any no, first of all, no. What? <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I can't I can't find a lot of mine are anything... sketch ideas. Yeah,
0: I have I have a lot of that too. um because we used to write sketch right shows. Like <laughs> oh no. Okay. This one I don't know what the idea was, but it just says, would you fuck your mom if she was a hot young chick? <laughs> Dude, that's Back to the Future. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is yes. Um, yeah, this one. Oh, this was a more well-crafted thought. There's a guy that I work with who recently came out as homosexual. And everyone in the office was really shocked about it. But I always knew. I could tell he was gay from the first time I sucked his dick. Yeah, yeah. I think I've I've used that one before.
1: Uh, white knight doesn't feel like he has to apologize for killing the black knight. Whoa, uh, that's culturally re- relevant, right? And that's from uh, the fake Game of Thrones place where you eat an entire chicken.
0: Oh, um, medieval times. Medieval times. Yeah, yeah. I have a race related joke on here too. Oh, okay, uh, it just said this would be uh, I guess an opener. Mm-hmm. I wrote down a few jokes about black people to tell tonight. But I saw some black people in the audience and remembered I'm a pussy. That's good. I think that would get respect. <laughs> Thank you. From everybody in the... Yeah, so you think that's what Ben Bailey did while he was driving limos before Cash Cav? <laughs> like, could you put the partition up? Could you... Hold
1: on, I got one more. Yeah. Or yeah, or he just like handed his phone back and was like, "Read over these. I'm not even gonna perform them. You let me know which ones uh pique your interest." Yeah,
0: could you put like a check mark next to some of them? <laughs> yeah, so that's that's Cash Cab. Um, I think it's a great show. Uh, I mean, we had we obviously heard your idea of Cash Uber, Cash Uber, uh, where where you just get paid for listening to the driver. Yeah. What Do you have any other ways of making this specific show better? So I would... We talked about this briefly.
1: Am I boring you? No. We show a montage of the angry and impatient New Yorkers that said they didn't want to play Cash Cab. Okay, yeah. I want to see that every show. Yeah. I'm almost positive it happens at least once per show. Right. Uh, if they lose... They have to pay the cash fare, the cab fare.
0: Are these two different thoughts right now? Yes, two different thoughts.
1: They have to pay. Okay. So not only have you lost, you've been humiliated on national television. You can't answer very simple trivia questions Mm -hmm. that aren't difficult. You also have to pay for the cab. Uh, And every single question is cab-based. It's either about the internal workings of a car or Ben Bailey himself.
0: Oh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I have to I have to know about Ben Bailey's history as a stand-up. I have to know that he lives in New Jersey. Which uh-huh. he does. Limo driver that he was previously a limo driver. Um, all right. That's it. Okay. Uh so I have an idea of a of a spin-off show. Ooh. Uh also takes place in the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Um but it's cash cop car. <laughs> and it's for people who get arrested. Uh-huh. there's hidden cameras in the back of the cop car and on your trip to the station to Mm -hmm. be booked Mm -hmm. you're asked trivia questions (laughs) and three strikes and you go to jail (laughs) but if you are able to get enough questions right to avoid three strikes you get your little baggie of cocaine back oh you get the
1: illegal substance back yeah and, and you get let go I think that that's how our entire justice system should be.
0: I mean, they already planted that baggie of cocaine on you in the first place. They might as well give it to you. Almost every time you're pulled over with cocaine, it's usually been planted. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Cash Cop Car is the the spin-off. Instead of Cash Cab Chicago, Cash Cop Car. I love that. It's like cops, but even better. Right. Because cops is canceled now, because cops
1: are bad. Cash Cop Car. CCR. I would do it. It's CCC. Cash, cop, (laughs) car, CCC. (laughs) Can you edit that part out? (laughs) Absolutely, I will. Okay, thank you. I would watch that show, absolutely. Thank you. I don't think that they should get their drugs back, though. I think that they should, you know, that would be confiscated. Because the cops like to do those. Okay, yeah. They like to do a little bit of the cocaine after
0: they confiscate it. That's fair. I mean, that's their right. Mm Mm-hmm. They finders keepers. That's that the law. Is, that is a law. Possession is eight tenths of the law. Or As something. a child, finders keepers was absolutely the law. That of was the land. only law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's cash cab. I I really like this show. I like Ben Bailey more than you do. Yeah. I'm gonna give this a four and a quarter out of five buzzers. Oh, we're gonna do quarters now. Oh, I make up the rules. So I'm gonna do.
1: Three and a half buzzers. Wow, that's it. And it's a pretty good score. Yeah, I mean... It's it's fun to watch. It's okay. I don't think Ben Bailey was very interesting. Uh, he didn't
0: have like a f- nice, fun, big personality. You haven't seen his Aldi commercials, then? Hold on. Hold on. What? Ben Bailey had a series of Aldi commercials Did he... in the, I don't know, 2013, 15 time frame i would guess okay i remember seeing them and it was like it was in between cash cabs. i'll put it that way got it uh because he had free time he had some time he wasn't picking up too many fares in that period of time there were like there have been 500 episodes of this show pretty solid dang especially for a cable tv game show yeah like the the ones that we talk about with thousands of episodes are always like 1970s on NBC. <laughs> and half of everyday. them are gone. Yeah, exactly. Well, all but 3 of them are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a good show. I think uh, you think it's a good show, maybe not quite as quite as good as I do. Mhm. I don't know. There's something about the the aspect of it that you can just be on a game show all of a sudden out of nowhere that I yeah. think is cool. I mean, that's cool. That's uh, cool aspect. Yeah. And th- there were some pre-screened people. Like they would, Meryl Streep. Well, no, she was. Oh, that's right. She got That hurt. was a one in a million. Yeah, one in seven billion shots. Seven billion. Um, just like, Dirk. Just like Derek. The, there. There were some people that they like, kind of like quiz them to figure out stuff they know and tell them like, oh, we're doing a show about uh, New York City, mm-hmm. and we think you could you you could do an episode uh, talking about things that you love in New York City. So. we'll we'll call a cab to come pick you up and take you to this place to shoot it or whatever. And so the person would have already signed a bunch of forms, (laughs) and so they're able to just like get in the cab, and it's like, oh, you're in the cash cab. Tricked you. Gotcha. Uh, So there were some pre-screened people, but there are also legitimately people that are just picked up trying to get a... learn the way to Lincoln Center. (laughs) Practice. Mm -hmm. Alright. This has been game show podcast that takes place entirely inside an apartment yeah i would say the only one we're unique just like cash cab yeah exactly check us out on instagram at come on down show or email us at come on down show at gmail.com or i don't just don't just keep listening keep watching just whatever keep you do listening keep watching Tell your friends keep sharing Tell your taxi driver, tell your Ubers, tell your tell hey, your Uber to play it in the car while you're driving. That's, yes. They, do you have any, you, you know, sometimes they're like, do you have any music you want me to put on? Or they they will hand you the aux cord or mm-hmm. something. Yep. Just put on the podcast. Put it on. Spread That it. way we
1: get another, here's what we do. We pay Uber drivers to constantly have our episodes on. Ooh, okay. So we like are sponsoring the Uber drive, the Uber ride. Sponsored by Come On
0: Down. Ooh, I like it. We can put a magnet on the side of the Uber or something. I like it. All right, until next week, we will see you guys in an Uber.